You're listening to My Friend's Place on WGOTLP Gainesville. This is part two of a special Cramwell Mix Show and My Friend's Place crossover episode. Let me down easy your love for me is gone Let me down easy Since you feel to stay here alone I know it's all over But the last goodbye
That is Eraser's Constant Connection. And it's going to close out a uh, special crossover mix I did this week uh, between my friend's place and my other show, Cramwell Mix Show. If you were listening earlier on Thursday to the premiere, you're at the first 30 minutes of this week's Cramwell Mix Show as part of this mix. And eventually I'll post both parts together, my, my friend's place and Cramwell Mix Show, uh, 30 minutes on my RSS feed, which is really easy to find by simply searching for Cramla, which is, of course, is C-R-A-M-E-L-A. Also, in that a crossover mix, you heard music from Odessa, The Last Goodbye, featuring Betty Levette. Then it was a Blue Hawaii, My Best Friend's House. After that, you had a Hercules and Love Affair, Blind. Then it was a Babe Heaven, Make Me Wanna, featuring Navy Blue. Then you heard uh, Maya Friedman, First to Love, and now you caught up to all the great music you heard this week here in the warm-up mix on My Friend's Place. So, just a real quick reminder, you can stream uh, WGOT anytime by going to WGOT.org. It's really easy to find. Um, if you're looking for a way you can help support WGOT, uh, My Friend's Place, Cranwell Mix Show, or all the other great um, locally produced volunteer shows here on WGOT. It's really easy. Go to patreon.com backslash WGOT and consider subscribing for as little as $1 a month or whatever you can afford. So um, I hope you had a great Valentine's uh, Day this week here on Monday. And actually, I've got a rom-com I'm going to tell you about uh, later on the show during the movie review segment. Uh, but to celebrate Valentine's Day, I've got actually something pretty cool. It's brand new music um, from one half of the Heart duo. Heart, of course, great like uh, 80s, 90s, um, I guess uh, classic rock is how it would describe their sound. Uh, but a great new song uh, from Ann Wilson, who's part of Heart. So here you go, your Valentine's Day special. Uh, Ann Wilson with Greed here on My Friends Place.
end up on the roof with a shotgun Because a chance We only got one It's never very smart To try and strip the bark from an old tree We've been digging up the dirt Since the rocks of the earth were still
music from legendary Duran Duran. That one is Laughing Boy closing out that half hour of music here on my Prince Place on WGOTLP Gainesville, leading things off. Another legend, Ann Wilson from Heart with Greed. And then speaking of legends, I guess it was a theme going on in the last mix. The Australian greats, Midnight Oil with brand new music at the time of writing. After that, you had Spoon with My Babe. Then it was Mattel with Lighthouse. After that, you had Wings of Desire, Perfect World. And now you're caught up to all the great music you've heard this week here on My Friend's Place. So today, I'm going to introduce yet, yet another brand new news segment uh, called Sitcom News. Uh, now, you may or may not be familiar with my many other news segments, including Big Dummy News, Cram Animal News, What's Up With That News, and uh, last week's brand new segment, Wheel of CNN News. Uh, so I'm sure I'm forgetting one or two that I've created in the past. And honestly, I'm not sure whether the constantly uh, changing news segments says more about my uh, creativity or intensely short attention span. Anyway... Uh, sitcom news isn't exactly what it sounds like. Um, it's not about an office reboot or the latest uh, hot NBC sitcom or big Netflix hit. What it is is that um, my crack writing team and myself scour the internet looking for brand new news stories that sound as though they could be part of a sitcom episode. So here we go. Story number one. Headline. Board security guard allegedly drew eyes on Russian painting worth $1.3 million. So, what had happened was a Russian security guard, interestingly enough, on his very first day on the job, got really bored and apparently drew eyes with a ballpoint bin on Anna Leporoskaya's Soviet-era painting three figures, obviously worth $1.3 million and possibly ruining it. Uh, immediately, I thought, this really sounds like a lost Seinfeld episode. Here's my thinking. Uh, Kramer, needing money, takes a job as a security guard at some random museum in New York City, and on his very first day, he sees this painting um, that, you know, needs eyes. And well, he thought it needed eyes because this painting was freaking him out. It reminded me of the same exact episode where George uh, needed to be airbrushed out of his boss's family photo because he threw the boss's boombox in the ocean and didn't want to be remembered as that guy. Uh, so the guy who actually was supposed to do the airbrushing was, turns out, was the 7-Up guy that you may remember from a 90s commercials or probably forgot about him. But anyway, he airbrushes the boss out and winds up having to draw him back in by hand, and that's exactly what I thought about when I heard about the security guard drawing eyes on Anna Leporoskaya's uh, painting three figures. So, um, on a side note, this episode that I was just talking about with uh, George and uh, the boss, it could almost never occur in 2022 because of Photoshop, but an episode where Kramer draws eyes on a really famous painting, yeah. It could. It could. So, anyway, sitcom news story number two. Headline, Trump denies reports of clogging White House toilets by flushing waz of paper. So, allegedly, uh, Donald Trump used the toilet in the White House to dispose of documents he either didn't want seen or maybe he just didn't like them. So it winds up 
allegedly that a punter, plumber rather, comes out and pulls these papers out of a very clogged White House toilet. Now, this has another Seinfeld episode written all over it, and it screams George Costanza. So here's what I'm thinking. Um, George has some kind of random job, as he often did in the series, and doesn't want to do any work because George never wanted to really do any work. So it turns out that he shreds files and files and more files to kind of avoid like his uh, work duties. But unfortunately, he's been uh, seen so often by the office shredder uh, that now George has to pretend um, that he's suffering from IBS or some other gastronomic issue and starts flushing the papers down the toilet. Which in turn, because the papers clog up the toilet, uh, George Costanza has to go to a doctor and dietitian because, well, um, the people at his work are concerned about them. And this, in turn, forces George to have to go work out at a gym every day and to eat healthy. Well, he only eats healthy like when he's in the presence of other people that work with him. So um, George temporarily stops flushing the documents down the toilet once again until he is forced one last time to get rid of some old records. Um, he definitely could not let the boss find. So winds up in the end for this uh, episode of uh, Seinfeld based on Donald Trump. They call him the plumber and the very last scene is plumber kind of with his hand holding a wet clump of papers and George looking very suspect while trying to sneak a double cheeseburger under his desk because he's supposed to be eating healthy and then uh, the boss comes in as a plumber is holding those papers so there you go thank you Donald Trump you gave us a Seinfeld episode idea moving on sitcom story number three and let's shift focus here and go to another great uh, sitcom on NBC The Office so here is our last headline I'm going to try not to laugh reading this, but here it is. Marjorie Taylor Greene says Nancy Pelosi leads gazpacho police, causing a collective uh, spit take among anyone that heard her say gazpacho police. So this is something that's clearly a Michael Scott. I think it's malapropism, malapropism. I don't really know how to sound the word or say the word, which is kind of funny because of the meaning of the word. But anyway, if you watch The Office on a regular basis, you know Michael Scott often mixed up words, and gazpacho police is clearly something Michael Scott would say. Um, so I'm thinking there's like some kind of a problem with the corporate people at Dunder Mifflin trying to control the Scranton branch of Dunder Mifflin, and Michael Scott would say something like, what are you, the gazpacho police? Now, one of the funny things of the sitcom news turns out to be that the actor who actually played the soup Nazi on a very famous episode of Seinfeld, uh, he, he kind of got drug into this whole deal with the um, gazpacho police and Marjorie Taylor Greene. And here is his exact quote, because you don't want to misquote the soup Nazi ever, right? And here's what he said. How in the world can a grown person who grew up in the 20th century not know what the word Gestapo is, he said. They say you can't write this S, can't say the word, it's beyond you can't write this S. 
And there you go, uh, Soup Nazi. Never, ever have a truer words ever been spoken by any sitcom actor in the entire history of sitcoms. So I'll leave you with that. And that's going to wrap up the very first edition of Sitcom News. Let's get into some more music. And we've got one from Chris Barron uh, called Death Don't Wait, which has a really kind of an interesting story behind it. Apparently, uh, from what I understand, Chris Barron has wrote an entire soundtrack to a film that does not exist. And he does this kind of on the regular. So here is the main title um, from this movie that apparently does not exist, but would be a great bomb theme. So anyway, here you go. Chris Barron, Death Don't Wait.
to my friend's place on WGUTLP Gainesville. You also just heard music from Chris Farron, Death Don't Wait. After that, it was Sunflower Bean, Baby Don't Cry. Then you heard Devin Kay and The Solutions covering one of the all-time great 
reality show theme songs unwritten. Uh, and then after that, you had Kendra Morris, Nine Lives. Then it was Kaja Bonet uh, for you, the mini sales version. And you completely called up to all the music you've heard this week here on My Friend's Place. So it was a really good weekend for R-rated comedies as I was able to catch one, not one, but actually two of them. Uh, the first R-rated movie that I got was a rom-com called I Want You Back. Normally, uh, full disclosure, I really hate rom-com movies. But this one had one of my favorite comedy actors of all time, Charlie Day, who you may or may not know from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Plus, hey, it was R-rated, which is almost always a good thing when you're talking about movies. Uh, so here's a setup. Uh, Charlie Day and Jenny Slate, um, who are the, the pair, basically. And I gotta say, Jen Jenny Slate was really good in this movie as well. Um, but they both get broken up with um, kind of at the same time, and they hatch this plan together to help each other break up the brand new relationship of the people who just dumped them. So the first 90 minutes of this movie is a really great, super raunchy uh, comedy that has amazing scene after another amazing scene and pretty much doesn't go towards any of the actual uh, rom-com tropes that you would expect to see in a movie like this. Uh, so I love that. That part of I Want You Back, mm, that's like a a plus for me but anyway so you, you kind of hear like the caveat that's coming uh, there's really great writing really great jokes in that first 90 minutes or so but unfortunately in the last half hour or so it goes into full-blown rom-com mode which I guess is great if you um, are a person that likes that genre but it was kind of disappointing for me regardless I, I did still really like the movie, and truthfully, we don't get many adult R-rated comedies anymore. So I'm going to pass on this. Um, I'm gonna pass on this recommendation for you, even though, like I said, the last half hour I really wasn't into. And best thing of all, uh, most of us have Amazon Prime, and that's where it's streaming right now. So uh, there you go. If you're looking for a raunchy R-rated rom-com, uh, I want you back. Pretty good choice. Now, the second of the two R-rated comedies I saw this weekend was one I've been waiting for a long time uh, to come on video and demand or streaming. It's called Red Rocket. And I had heard a lot about the, the main character, the main actor, Simon Rex's performance in Red Rocket. And there was actually a lot of talk of him maybe getting an Oscar nod, or at least consideration for an Oscar. Now, the very first thing... I want you to know about Red Rocket is it is an A24 movie. So whenever you see that A24 logo pop up, you know you're probably in good hands and it's going to be something good. So the basic plot follows Simon Rex returning to a small town in Texas. I guess after his adult uh, film career kind of fizzles out in LA, he winds up moving in with his ex and her mother. And he does exactly what you would expect someone who was an ex-adult uh, film star to do, which is just kind of hustling and selling weed. Now, Simon Rex plays a true scumbag in this movie. And interestingly enough, Simon Rex got his uh, acting career as an adult star. So he's got a little bit of background knowledge about this. But the thing is, uh, he is totally charismatic enough that he can pull off this awful character and make him likable even though he is a true scumbag. So, um, 
Red Rocket, I gotta tell you, it is a very, very R-rated movie. And if you don't like shows about awful people, such as Charlie Day, I just mentioned in the previous movie, and It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and you don't like movies about really questionable, awful people, then you can pretty much skip Red Rocket. Personally, I thought it was great. And it's another really awesome movie from director Sean Baker, who made one of my favorite films of the past decade called The Florida Project about people that kind of live in the apartments surrounding like all the Disney uh, properties that work there for minimum wage and has some really terrible people in it too. So Sean Baker is definitely the king of movies about really, really, really uh, messed up people. Anyway, uh, high recommendation for that. Right now, it's not streaming like on the quote-unquote free sites. It's video on demand. But as soon as it pops up on Amazon or Hulu or wherever it's going to get its next uh, uh, Breath of Life, definitely check that out if you like really, really R-rated dark comedies. Red Rocket, that'd be the one for you. Now, there really wasn't any music um, from the films that I watched this week that I want to play. Usually I try to pick one or two songs um, from the things I watch. So... Let's just jump into some new music, and you're going to hear a brand new one from Alt-J called, well, appropriately enough, since I'm talking about movies, it's uh, Alt-J with the actor.
Unless the feet is how you pay the rent And you work up some semi-man While sits inside the weekend book editor's desk And while they have not mentioned it She must watch roses get thrown at last
Close to uh, closing this week's uh, My Friend's Place out here on WGOTLP Gainesville. Right before that, in the mix, you heard new music from Alt J, the actor. Then it was a psychedelic porn crunkness with Bubblegum Infinity. Then you heard a new one from Portugal the Man, What Me Worry. Great Alfred E. Newman reference there. Then it was Puppy and Watched It Glow. And after that, uh, brand new music from uh, Father John Misty with Q4. So I want to thank you so much for listening to my friend's place. And I'm just about to hand things over to the next great DJ here at WGOT. 
But before I do so, I want to give you a quick reminder that WGOT is on Patreon, and you would absolutely love to have you as a patron, starting for as little as $1 a month, or if you can do one times 12, it's $12 a year. Um, it takes about uh, five minutes to sign up at patreon.com, and if you think about it, $12 is about the price of one expensive cocktail downtown, or maybe just one single trip to Starbucks if you order food. But anyway, all that money goes directly towards um, everyday expenses at WGOT, such as uh, tower rental, licensing, electricity, equipment, internet, and the list goes on and on. It's very boring. Um, but one of the best things about our station is that it is commercial-free, and most um, FM stations in our area play, I don't know, around 10 to 15 minutes of ads each and every hour. So uh, listening, our listener donations are basically WGOT's uh, ad revenue in order to keep us commercial-free, or on the air, if you want to get really basic. But uh Earlier in the show, I played you the second half of a special crossover electronic mix that I did with my other show that I host called Cramwell Mix Show. You're going to be able to find both parts of that episode online as soon as the show is over by simply searching for Cramla and you can stream it at your own convenience. Again, Cramla, C-R-A-M-E-L-A. So before I head out of here... Um, I'm talking the last couple of weeks about Euphoria, a uh, show that I really, really, really strongly support here on HBO. And the second season has just been absolutely amazing. And um, I've done, or the stage, or actually the show has done a really deep dive on some really like difficult topics like drug abuse and infidelity and obsession. So um, really tackles those issues in kind of an interesting way. But one of the best parts of Euphoria is how the show uses music. And this very past week, in another awesome episode, uh, they came up with a really interesting way to use Stand By Me. A song that I thought had kind of been played out until I heard it again. It's a beautiful song, by the way. Um, so your closer this week is going to be Benny King's Stand By Me, which you heard on this past week's uh, Euphoria episode. Until next week, I'll be back same time, same channel. When the night has come And the land is dark And the moon is the only Night we'll see. No, I won't be afraid. Oh, I won't be afraid. Just as long as you stand, stand by me. So, darling, darling, stand by me. Oh, stand by me. Yeah.
just as long as you stand, stand by me. Stand by, stand by, whenever 